Gary Weir is a U.S. Army veteran currently working as a civilian for the United States Army in Germany. Good luck catching up to him because just about every week, if you check out his Instagram page, badboy29, you'll see him posting from a different location. The man's got more uh, pages in his passport than a roll of toilet paper. This is JLP number 31 with Mr. Gary Weir. It's good to see you, man. It's been a long time. No doubt, no doubt. So my, I'm in, I'm in a hotel, so the um, lighting is pretty bad, but... Okay. All right, that's okay. I can see you good though. Okay, good. I can see you good. I'm surprised to watch you, man, because you're usually in a plane or or uh, you know, like not. not yeah. Not still. <laughs> you know, I'm getting ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm flying back to Germany. Uh huh. Yeah. What time's your flight? My flight's about five thirty tomorrow. Right, tomorrow morning. Or tomorrow afternoon. Oh, tomorrow afternoon. Okay. But I gotta fly back to New York to catch that flight. So my flight in the morning is in the morning. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so take me back, man. It's been, it's got, it's, I, I guess it's got to have been like over 30 years since I saw you. And a long time. It's been a whole grown, a whole grown man uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. since I saw you. But I knew you went into the army, correct? Correct. You yeah. went to the, I, I just knew that you went into the army. And, that, and that's all I knew. Okay. And now, fast forward, I see you're in Germany. I'm assuming you're stationed in Germany. Yes. And you've been doing that ever since what? You doing that for the past 30 plus years? So let me explain something. So yes, but so I was when I joined the army, I joined the army in, in um, 1990. Okay. Um I did 23 years in the military. Okay. And so I retired. I retired in Germany. I mean you're I retired in military, okay. I retired in the military. But um I still work for the military, but as so the military has like we call three components. Okay. You got soldiers, mm-hmm. and you got actual federal government workers. Mm-hmm. That's what I am. Then you have contractors. Okay. okay. So the military is the one that firepower, do all that good stuff, and has specialized things. So then the civilians support them with um, with whatever they can do, and also support them. At home station because you know uh, things when they leave things still have to go on. Right. Have to go on whatever right. has to go on. Right. For instance, a warehouse. A warehouse has to be um, has to be manned. Mm-hmm. Has, um, but when the soldiers leave, there's nobody to man them. So they have to use the civilian workforce. And then the last thing they use are called contractors. Mm-hmm. Contractors are for specialized skills that both soldiers. And the um, and the civilians cannot do so. The three phases: soldiers, civilians, and contractors. Okay. So I I did a I was a soldier for twenty three years, and then when I retired, I moved straight into the, my same job as a civilian. So okay. similar response, similar things, but you know you don't get up and do PT in the morning. Right. Have to. Take orders from people. You still got a boss, and uh-huh. you still got to, you know, be respectful and all good stuff. But they can't order me to do things. Um, and in the military, you have this thing called UCMJ, right? So Uniform Code of Military Justice, right? Yeah. So, and that we that doesn't apply to us, but that applies to soldiers. So, those are kind of the differences. Oh wow! Okay, that's interesting. 
All right, so 23 years of service, man. Thank you. I mean, that that's a that requires a certain amount of dedication. Did, did you did you spend most of your time uh, overseas? Actually, yes. So most of my time was spent in either Korea or Germany. Okay. And uh, I spent you know three years in the states, few years deployed to Iraq, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So it, was, it was it was a challenge. It was pretty good. I can imagine. Did you did you have um. What, what was your uh, uh, what was your MOS when you were in uh, the military? Okay, so my MOS was when I first started the military. It was called Seventy Six. They all have code names. Mm-hmm. So Seventy Six Yankee, which was a unit supply specialist. Okay. And then I turned into a. Then they changed it to a Ninety Two Yankee. They just rearranged that code. So, um, but then in in the military you have special jobs. We call it special duty assignments. Okay. You have drill sergeants, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not a full-time job. That's a job you do for three years and right. go back to the job. Okay. So we're talking recruiters and some other stuff. Right. So we have a special duty called Inspector General, which I basically we are the eyes and ears for the for the commander of the base, and we help both soldiers and civilians solve problems and okay. um, and stuff like that. So. I did that for three years, and when I did that, someone said to me, "Hey, there's another job we want like for you to do. It's called um, acquisition contract. Actually, write government contracts." Okay. And and the key to that is because when we so put it like this, I always tell people the government has money, mm-hmm. and you cannot just spend money. You know, like this, because you have to have a paper trail. It has to be a paper trail. It has to be some type of audit. Right. So the way the government spend money is through government contracts. Two ways: through government contracts and government credit cards. Right. Okay. Government credit card it only is only up to a certain amount, like up to three thousand dollars, or in this or in um, overseas is up to twenty five thousand dollars. Okay. Maybe after that, somebody has to be able to. And that money, right? So that was our government contract. So we buy anything, anything from a pen to a weapon to helicopters to um, uh, um, services. As far as like what we call ground maintenance, you know, right. motor ground, uh, laundry service, um, uh, 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 custodial. That's the biggest one. Guard services. So we contract with people to do those type of actions. So the reason why it's important for soldiers to do it because um, you know, you have your special forces and everybody, they go out and do training. Right. Somebody has to go with them and because once again, credit cards, you know, only there's certain rules on credit cards. Right. They have to build a, a life support area, which is like a base, or they have to do like rent vehicles and do this and do that. Somebody has to do it for them. Right. It was our job. Our job was to go with them and support them. And so we're the first one in because we have to set up what they need before they come in. Okay. And then once they leave, we're the last one to leave because we have to type the contract, pay and pay people and close mm-hmm. up the contract. So um so so soldiers were used um to do government contract. Okay. The problem was that like everywhere, there's always been a lot of bribery, scandals. Right. Um, so people get in trouble left and right for 
bribery and all that mm -hmm. good stuff. Yeah, it's like framed for corruption. So yeah, corrupt, yeah, unethical stuff. So they did a um, the thing called a Gansler report. It was a it was a group that went and they did a report to see why these things that were happening. And one of the things that came out of it was that um, when people did for three years, there was no um, there was no what's the word for it? There was no um, There's nothing to hold them accountable. Okay, so there's no check on them. There's no. Yeah, and also there's nothing for them to fall back on because they do three years and go back to their new normal job. So they thought, hey, let's let's make this a a, a permanent job in the military, mm -hmm. and then every year we're going to give specialized training, ethical training, and all this other training so that we can so we could uh, make sure that we're doing the right thing. Right, so they changed it to a job called. Then they, they created a new MOS called Fifty One Charlie. Okay, and that's acquisition contract. So, so what you were saying is, when it was a when it was a specialty job in which you were pulled away from your MOS to do, they found out there was a lot of corruption because even if you did something unethical, it would just okay. Well, we'll kick you out of here, but then you go back to your regular MOS job, and really no form of accountability, no form of punishment going on whatsoever. Right? There was punishment, but there was no form of when people come, they'll do the same mistakes over and over because okay. when you see money, money is the make people do stupid things. Yeah, absolutely. So when they decided, like I said, make it an MOS, do some reoccurrence. Oh, the, the other thing too was that um, what they thought was that when you do for three years, so you do for, so this guy does for three years and go go back to his job, right? Okay. The new guy has to start from scratch, start over, and it takes you about one year or so oh, yeah. year to, to get up to because it's it's a little bit technical. There's a lot of training you have to do. For instance, you have to have a bachelor's degree to do this job. So you um, have to have a bachelor's degree to do it. Yeah, you have to have a bachelor's degree. Okay. Well, why do you need a bachelor's degree? Because, um, we're called business advisors. We we, we do a lot of Business type of uh, transactions. Uh -huh. Well, you have to have a bachelor's degree either in business management mm -hmm. or a, a bachelor's degree, and then have twenty four hours of business credit. Because I'll, we deal with negotiation, we deal with um, uh, 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 what we call source selection. We, we, it's it, it's. I'll send you a link when um maybe and show you kind of what my kind of kind of what my job is. It's um. And it's a little bit more technical than just buying stuff. There's a lot of federal rules, regulations, things you have to buy by. But you don't necessarily. But you don't. I mean, you you don't need to have a bachelor's degree to understand the rules and regulations you need to follow, right? I mean, maybe maybe they're just saying like a bachelor's degree is a requirement, but it's not yeah. something that requires a certain like special education for it, right? No, um, right. So it's it's special training, mm -hmm. but for some reason. The policy above said they just want you to have a bachelor's degree. You have to have a bachelor's degree, and that those are the requirements. Okay, all right. Nice. You have to. I mean, if you don't have, you cannot go into the program. Right, right. I mean, look, look, you, you and I probably know that anybody, you know, dudes on the street corner are good businessmen. So, you don't necessarily need a bachelor's degree to know how to do to know what is what is and what's not a good deal or whatnot. 
Right. You know, they, 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 they find that there's uh, less corruption when they started making this uh, position a permanent position? Yes. They did that because, number one, instead of somebody doing it for three years and going back, they're doing it for now for over and over, and they get the recurring training. Mm -hmm. um, and they're able to, once it's, it, once it's uh, a new MOS, a different, once it's a, a specific job, now there's a lot of other um, funds and functions that you can do mm -hmm. in order to keep them um, you know, keep them trained and keep right. them, you know. so you do it as a, as, as a if you do it as a um, as a as a specialty, you do it and you go and uh, and but there's no funding available. Okay. But from a unit, now you have more funding from other more funding. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you need more funding to spend more money. Well, you need more funding to to make sure that everybody is is being acting ethical and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Well, this is you're you're back in uh you're back uh, east coast for the holidays. Yes. Yeah. You still have family uh, in uh, in New York. Same. Yeah. Same house. Same everything. No, can't be in the same house. No same way. House. Same house. Are you serious? Yeah. Same house on one ninety first. One ninety first. Right across the from Jeffrey's house. Right oh my god. Yeah. Man, that's a, just that. that I, I would never imagine that you your your uh, family's still going to be in that same spot. Yeah, my mother's I, there and my sisters are still there. Okay. Okay. How, how how is everybody? Is everybody doing good? Everybody's doing good. Um, it's funny. Um, you remember where? Remember Mr. Slim? Yeah. So my my mother actually bought a shop right next to Slim. Used to be. Okay. She turned she turned to a church. So she she and the girls do a lot of um uh, ministry fellowship okay. in the in the in the area for kids. Uh, okay. Well, what, what is it, man? I'm curious now. Now I want to go back. I'm curious as to what that area looks like. The rock is still there. I know the rock is still there, but I don't know if anything else is still there. Um, Laundry Man's still there. Um, was that Sea Town? The supermarket's still there. The liquor store is still there. Wow. Um, yeah. It's well, amazing. Probably... We're trying to find out. My brother and I have been trying to find out some more history uh, about the rock. There's gotta be like somebody. There's gotta be some form of like quantifiable history as to where that got put there, why it got put there, who put it there, what was the reason it was put there, colors and everything. Yeah, it's like there's gotta be a there's gotta be a reason for all of that. Yeah, you know. And it's so like if you're from that area, you just know what that is. You say, well, "Where you at?" Well, just I'm like two blocks down from the Rock. Like, oh, okay, I know where you at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, as, as, if you find out, let me know. <laughs> I don't think it might be a buried secret. <laughs> How often do you get back to New York? Um, so before COVID, I was going back like once a month. Okay. But since then, um, I haven't. So typically, I would go there, but because my mother's kind of scared of the COVID stuff, yeah, so, yeah. so like last time I went there, I stayed in New York for one day. This time, I didn't stay in New York. I just flew through New York. I didn't stay there. Oh, you just oh, so you so you're not in New York now? No, I'm in um I'm in Miami. Okay. Oh, so see, you're never in one spot, man. Yeah. How, many, how many passport books have you gone through? Oh, believe me, I've been through a lot. Actually, so one passport they had to sew pages in it. So really? Had to add yeah. you extra pages? Yeah, extra pages, and then another one. So they stopped sewing pages, but so I, I made a mistake and I bought a. 
so when you there's two types of passport. There's one with like like 15 pages and 25 pages, right? right. And you just get checked the box, same amount of money. But for some reason, I chose the 15 page one. I don't know why. And I went to go get my um my visa to go to China, uh-huh. and they wouldn't give it to me because there was no there's only one page left in there, but it, it was a page that did not say visa, so they couldn't put it on there. Oh, okay. Well, just put it in here. They said no, we can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> about it, I just I just purchased a a visa to Russia for three hundred dollars, and because I had to get a new passport. That visa is going to be null and void because one of the rules with Russia is that the passport has to be still active. Some okay. places, if your passport is in an old, is in, is in an old passport, it's fine. If your visa is an old passport, is okay. So I had to when I got a new visa, I had to get a so I had to get a Chinese visa and I had to get a, a new Russian visa again because um, because they they put a hole put a hole in it. Yeah. So, so, all, so, all is all the traveling you do that that that's just for you, right? You don't you don't necessarily travel for work, right? So, for work, I used to travel when I was a soldier. Mm-hmm. So, right. I work. I traveled fifteen different countries all over Africa. Yeah. I did my job in Africa. A um, couple of things I did just to let you know: we build water wells. And we went to Cameroon. Oh, nice! It happened in Cameroon. The water table was dropping. Uh-huh. And we wanted to get more water, so we. I contract for a local vendor because we want to keep we want to keep the money in the country. Keep the money from them to them, right? Yeah. So we could have gotten people from England and from all whatever to do it, but no, we wanted to get people. So we had to use it. We had to work with the embassy to to identify good quality um, contractors, vendors, whatever you want to call it, to do the job. So we we did a contract with them, and they did it did the job, and it was happy. They were happy because um, when I went back for the grand opening, because you know, it's it took about three months to do because they had to dig all the way down, and yeah. I would go back once a month, and then um, when it, when it went for the grand opening, it was just so happy because everybody was like lined up for water and waiting for us to finish and cut the ribbon, and it was just a great feeling. I just imagine, you know, you, you take so many things for granted, like yeah. being able to have, like, being ha- like, like having access to clean water. Yeah. You know, you kind of like over here in the States, you kind of take that for granted. Definitely, definitely. You know, yeah. so what, but most of the traveling you're doing now is just for you, right? Well, yeah, most for me, yeah. Putting that smile on your face. Yeah. Your sleeper cart in, uh, on, the air, on the airline. Yeah. So my thing is, I want to see the world. Absolutely. So let me ask you a question. Let's see, how many countries are there in the world? I asked everybody this question. How many countries are there in the world? I have no idea. I would have no way. I would have no fathomable guess. Okay. And and so it, it's actually changed because there were some countries that expand that that, that yeah. some well, when you when you split the Soviet bloc and all that became yeah. those countries, right? Right. And there's some small ones like the Vatican. They consider the Vatican a country, even though it's part of Italy. Yeah, and yeah, then, well, that's, a, that's a long story. That's a country, yeah. Andorra, and some other ones. So, bottom line, there is about 196 countries in the world. 196? Yeah. And oh, I believe, okay. Yeah. There used to be 202 at one point. But when they did all that stuff, that's it, 196. Uh-huh. A lot of those have been to 114. Wow. So, 
Fine, trying to get that. Do you have a particular region that you like more than others? Europe, but I think Asia's starting to be a favorite of mine. Okay. Yeah. Just what, what part of Asia? Um. Oh, my latest one I went to was Singapore and Malaysia. Okay. It was just beautiful and a lot going on, and you know, it's you know, you treat it good there. So you know, so what I do is I, I you know, like here right now, I'm staying at a, a Marriott hotel, and I and you know, I, I was. Stay at little Marriotts and and I and I I stay at Marriott Hilton or some other ones. But I, I do that to keep my points. So when I do those big places, I have points that I can use instead of stay at a nice place. Mm -hmm. And they treat you good and you get the status because how how many days you stay at a hotel gives you your status. And they right. treat you like a king there. I mean, they just treat you great. Really? Yeah. Really? How many? Um, do you speak multiple languages? This, I speak a little German, but okay. Yeah. The problem is that um, the problem is that being stationed overseas, you're stationed on a U.S. base, was so considered America. Okay. And you know, uh, okay. and people come on base have to speak English, and even the people around want to practice their English, so we don't get a lot of opportunities to um, use language. Some people do. Some people do speak it because they have husbands and wives or whatever. But you know, that's that's probably one of my regrets in life that I didn't, you know, keep up on. Like, I learned some Spanish, but I didn't mm -hmm. keep up on it. My sister, she speaks very good Spanish. Oh, yeah? yeah. So, and she's still in New York, right? Yes. You don't have to do that. You don't have to speak uh, fluent Spanish in New York now. Yeah. 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 When, um... When oh man, well, I forgot. I forgot what I was gonna ask. Yeah. yeah, you put up this weird. You put up this weird post saying that this is the year you're gonna be looking for a wife. <laughs> uh, so what's, what's the deal with that, man? You advertising or what's going on? Uh, I'm just being silly, you know. <laughs> I found it somewhere, looked it up, put it up. Thought it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, I mean, are are you? Do you? Have an opportunity to be in long-term relationships? I would guess not, right? Because you travel so much. Only if the person is open to longest relationship. Yeah. And that's the problem. What one of the problems I face is that people are not open longest relationship. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I've met couples who actually they play. They both work for the job. They both travel a lot for work, or they live and they they do a great job. And it can work because I have a problem visiting. Twice a month. Right. I have zero problems with that. But people just don't like doing it. Doing it twice a month. Yeah, but that's kind of like, I don't know, you got to like, like, like you know, write down the rules for all that. Right. You also have opportunities too when you have um, vacation or whatever. Uh, and there'd be some months you can travel more, you know. Uh, but it has to be someone who's very independent Yeah, and doesn't need that. That man around them all the time, mm -hmm. so, and trust trust has to be a big thing. Absolutely, trust has to be probably the most important thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You living, staying overseas, and seeing what's going on here in in America, you probably have a different perspective of it. it do you have a different perspective of it than most? I mean, do you look over here and just say, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" I don't because, um, once again. We're tied with 
were tied into the U.S. So even though, like, you know, I watch CNN. I do. I have. I have all the stations you have. I have all. We we have supermarkets. U.S. supermarkets there. We have stores like your Walmart. Oh, really? But on base. So the on base is is you have American schools on base. Okay. It's just like being American. Really? Okay. Yeah. So. Don't think it's like it's not really living in Germany. It's living in the country, but you have all the facilities and everything. So I see everything that you see. I okay. you know um, it's the same. You know it's the same thing. But you know I get to see the, what people think about it and what how people react. You know people uh, don't like talking about politics, but you know people think you know we're we're going crazy now because of all that's going on. But I think a lot of people understand that it's that one man that's really <laughs> really causing the issue, and they and that's why I think they're really glad that a new change of regime is gonna probably because everybody respects President Obama. Everybody. It's funny that I, I went every place I went in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons why I, they chose me to go to Africa is because they wanted me to blend in. And sometimes I went and did some secret missions or whatever. Okay. And but. When people see me, they can they can tell I'm American or whatever. You know? Yeah. You know, actually, you know I'm Jamaican, but right, right. Jamaican, well, I'm um, the first thing they see me, they look at me and they say, "Obama, Obama." You know, and, and that's what everywhere I went. That's how I was greeted, Obama, Obama. <laughs> and I was like, people respecting him. People, you know, um, and. You know, like I said, I get the politics, and when I say respect her, I mean as far as as a type of person that he was, you know, the not just um, as far as personality and yeah. not being so well, not looking at the views or whatever, just more of how he carried himself. How he carried himself, yeah. So, I think um, I think uh, I think what ha- I think what we saw was in that transition from like Obama to Trump. I think we saw two versions of ourselves. That's yeah. really like, you know, ourselves. I think like Obama's right. version that we want to be, you know, we want to be, you know, regal, stately, you know, well, you know, educated, well prepared, never seems to be flustered, and you know, a hip dude. He, he plays basketball. He listens to music. You know, but I think I think uh, Trump is like kind of like a little bit more like who we are. You know, like we're a little bit, you know, got a little bit of vindictiveness to us and a little showmanness, showiness. And, you know, it's kind of like reconciling those two sides we have yeah. of us. You yeah. know, it's kind of like showing us like two different things. It's, it, it's interesting how this happened. You know, like yeah. we didn't think after Bush, we didn't think things could get a little crazier. We thought yeah. that was, we thought that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, it get crazier. Yeah. And like I said, people, um, you know, they see that and they wonder, you know, because, for instance, you know, um, the um, the prime minister of Germany, the female, Ms. Angela Merkel, she had an issue with him. And, um, and, you know, the way you treat women and talk about gays, because um, I think Ms. Merkel is actually, he has a girlfriend. And it's oh, not- really? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he has a girlfriend, 
I think she's married though, but but she has a a, a girlfriend. Is she a side chick? Yeah. She goes be with me most of the time, but I think she is married to a man. I believe so. But you know, that would be very interesting if she's married and she has a, a lesbian side chick. Yeah. Um. So I, I got to do my. I do more research on that, but I think that's the case. Either that or she's married to that lady, but I think she's not. But um, I'll let you know. <laughs> that would be very interesting. How, 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 often do you, how often do you hang out in, do, in, uh, in actual uh, Germany, off base? Um, don't a lot because I'm traveling, go different places. Because I go to work, come home, sleep, and then Friday I'm straight on the airplane, gone somewhere, you know? Um, so, but I do hang out sometimes, but not, not all the time. I, I I just prefer to go to different countries. What part of Germany are you in? Um, it's about an hour away from Frankfurt. So okay. A, it's the eastern part of, of West Germany. Okay. Germany, but the eastern part. All right. Has travel been been weird since uh, since COVID? Yes, definitely. I mean, um, right now, for instance, right now in Germany. No travel, no, no, no restaurants open. Nothing's open. Um, okay. they, only supermarkets and some um, some essential stuff is open. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they were going to um, they were going to they started so one December and was going to take it to twenty twenty two December and then make everybody enjoy the Christmas holidays. Okay. But because stuff stuff started spreading, they said nope. It's gonna stay this way until then 10, 10 January. Wow. So people are not really having the Christmas that they really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 been a challenge. And like I said, so in order for you to travel because the EU, um so the EU is, is there's EU, but then also this what we call the Schengen countries, right? Schengen Schengen countries. And with those countries, 26 of them, you're able to travel without a passport. Basically, you have your boarding pass. Uh-huh. Uh, like Lufthansa, you have your boarding pass. Okay. You boarding pass, you scan it, you see, you go and you just go. You go on the flight. You don't need passports. Really? Okay. Yeah, because they have that agreement. But because of what's going on, now they're checking password because they want to make sure that only essential travel is going. Okay. All right. For instance, I wanted to go to Bulgaria um, for New Year's Eve. You know, not a lot of stuff was going there. I just wanted to go there. And I didn't go because I didn't want to take the risk of them somebody checking my passport and saying, where are you going? Who are you going to? And... Another thing in Germany, no hotels can take tourists. The only way you can stay in a hotel is if it's for business purposes, you have to show proof that you're there for business, uh-huh. or you transition. Like, for instance, I was going to come to the States. I spent the night in a hotel in, in Frankfurt because I wanted to, I had an early morning flight. All right. So transition or business is the only two ways you can stay in a hotel. Really? Wow. For, like, for instance, if my family was come visit me, they couldn't stay in the hotel. You know, and that's what families do. They they um 
they stay they stay in hotels and visit their families because you know, so a lot of that so so hotels wasn't open so a lot of people couldn't do this traveling uh-huh. that's gotta be interesting that's gotta yeah. be interesting what 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 is the talk in germany about like things uh, about like vaccines and you know how uh, how likely is the uh, is the spread going down or increasing or what? Well, Germany did the best out of all countries in Europe mm-hmm. and probably out of in the world. They did they did they did, they did pretty good. Um, but then when they opened back the borders and people started traveling again, it all went to hell. It all went to hell again. Um, as you know, the company is a German company. Pfizer is a German company. Right. So um, I think they're really big on that, doing, taking, using it, and 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 I think they've already started issuing out to like the healthcare workers and the essential people. Right. Um, that's all I know right now. Um, I I know a lot of people said they don't want to take it unless they have to. Right. Um, there's and off the subject, there's there's a couple of countries that says they don't have no more coronaviruses, like. Australia is announced they don't have no more. When I went to Tanzania, I went to Tanzania for my birthday in October. They said they don't have no more, but I call bull on that. I I think, I think they're just. I think because you know Africa is a third world country. Everybody has access to milk care. So I think there's some out there that they just don't know about. I think Australia. I think it would. That's. I wouldn't say zero. I mean, I don't think anybody has zero cases, but I, I think with Australia, I guess you could do that because they're so they're so isolated that yeah. once they saw that there was a problem, they could easily say, "Okay, look, nobody's coming in, and that's it," and sort of like rectify it amongst you know amongst themselves. And plus, the, a majority of their population doesn't live. They actually don't have a big population, Australia, for as for as big as that for what that land is. You know, everybody lives in. in you know, pretty much on the coast, right. you know, very little inland and, and whatnot. So, kind of, who knows? So, I mean, it, it, it seems feasible that that could happen. I got a, I got a cousin that lives in Australia, right? And um, I, every time I, you know, hit him up with something, he, he, you wouldn't think that there's an issue. He lives in Melbourne. Okay. You wouldn't, wouldn't think that there is an issue. Every once in a while, you see him with a mask or something like that. Yeah. For the most part, but, yeah, I mean, they came out and they said that they they, they have no more. Uh, like you said, it's, it's so for me. Like, I really think that um, we could have done a better job if we, you know, wore mask or social distance. Because mm-hmm. bottom line is that once, I mean, what is it? I mean, let's be honest. I, in my opinion, it's it's a it's a cold, mm. flu, but it's a certain type of flu. Okay, mm-hmm. right. So if you don't spread it to somebody, then it's kind of stopped. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So, and I think people just like everywhere I go in Germany, a lot of places people are not wearing masks, and they're like, "Oh, it's COVID. It's not for real. It's the government. Government is um, just saying that." So a lot of people don't believe in it. They they think it's a hoax. Yeah, I've, I've I've seen a lot of this. This is what amazes me. It amazes me that the people who live on like the extremes of like both sides, like some people think that like the whole thing is a hoax. COVID doesn't exist. 
uh, it's 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 all a hoax. And so, you know, I'm not going to do anything that, you know, it's, it's all fabricated. And then the people on the other end who think that as soon as you walk outside, you're going to catch yourself some COVID and you're yeah. going to die, yeah. you know. And it seems like those are the two people who are screaming the loudest, yeah. you know, as opposed to most people who are in the middle who are, all right, they'll, you know, they're, I'm sure they some, have some skepticism about things, yeah. but most people are cautious. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, when people talk about outbreaks and stuff, I don't know where people have been, but I, I haven't been anywhere where I don't see a majority of people wearing masks and, yeah. and, and you know, being respectful of, of distance and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And so, so people look at me and tell and say, think, say that I'm, they would say that I'm not, that either I don't care or whatever because I'm traveling, but I do care and I do do the things that I have to do, laugh, do the distance, um, wash my hands. I, I used to touch my face all the time. I don't do that no more. I'm washing my hands, I'm, you know, covering up if I have to cough, I'm doing stuff like that. People saying you don't care because you're traveling. Yes. Oh wow, that's kind of silly. All right. Yeah. And so I actually, so you know, I'm part of some Facebook groups, and I said, "Hey, I'm coming to the, I'm coming, whatever. You know, I'm gonna be this day. Or anybody want to just, you know, meet up, whatever." And people were like you germ spread, you you What they don't understand though is that before I travel, I I take a COVID test. Yeah. I always. I've taken about 10 tests already because before I travel, I take it. And then when I get back, I travel. I, I take it because that's the German law. The German law, we have to abide by the German law. Okay. We live there because I'm considered like a German resident. Even though I'm not, we have to abide by the German law. And um, either, either I take the test or I wait 14 days or 10 days. Now it's 10 days. But you wait 14 days and then then that's it. Um, but, you know, I've always tested because I want to make sure that I'm not... Yeah, make you, well, you want to make sure that you yourself are not going to be sick. And then yeah. you know, if you were sick, I'm sure you wouldn't travel. Right, right. So I do, so I do tests all the time and I do take the precautions. But, you know, people just, it's just weird how people, their, their thinking is and yeah. very extreme. But... It is what it is. Yeah, people are weird. I think people want want you to do like people. People are scared, and they don't understand why you're not scared. And I'm not, so, I'm, scared, I'm scared, but I'm I'm not scared. I'm concerned. Well, you're concerned, and you're taking precautions. Yeah, so yeah. you know that's why you that's why you take a COVID test every time you plan on traveling. And I think the biggest thing for me, I tell people. Being in the military for 22 years, you tend to have confidence in safety and stuff like that. For instance, airplanes, you know, the filtration system, I think it's a good system. I think it's, you know, I have zero issues unless somebody's there, like, I don't wear a mask or whatever, you know. Um, so. I think that this, the airline industry is doing what all they can do right down the surface. They just don't know who's coming on the plane or who's going to get, who's, who has this positive or not. But keeping a mask on and all that good stuff. So I kind of do a, a, a test with people. What I do is I, I have a lighter 
and I hold it and I blow it out and I put my mask on and I blow it out and I can't like I'm blowing real hard and I can't blow the the, the light out. Oh, the light out. Okay. It depends what type of mask you 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 use. All right. So I'm telling people that that's why mask is important. Is I think for me wearing a mask is not protecting me, but it's protecting other people. Yeah. Up my mouth is not going it's going out. So I try to, you know, I try to relate to people all the time. I think I think we've we've I think we've crossed that day, which we will. I don't think we'll ever go back to people not wearing masks. Hey, I I have about twenty masks. I I bought every color. Every, <laughs> I, match my, I I match my mask now. I do that because to me now it's a fashion accessory. Yeah, it's going to be a fashion accessory and it's going to be and, you know, if you, you know, if you find yourself, you know, let's say a year from now, let's say, you know, by the summer, all of the, you know, COVID stuff has died down and everybody's, you know, feeling very, very safe. And but you decide you're going to go somewhere where you're not too sure you're, you're going to you're probably going to throw on a mask. Somebody will throw on a mask. You're going to see masks going to places. Yeah. The Japanese been doing this for a long time. Japanese yeah. And, you know, the funny thing, they should laugh at them. <laughs> Yeah, especially yeah, the Japanese and Chinese uh, uh, communities would do that all the time, and the ones that live in uh, here in New York, yeah, you'd, you'd still see them do it. Yeah, they still do it. But you see them on the subway and stuff like that, and they're wearing their mask. And yeah, you look yeah. at them like they kind of, oh, they're, they're being kind of silly. Now everybody's wearing a damn mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And everybody's going to keep their mask. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like mandates. And that's the that, that's that's the problem I have. I have no problem wearing a mask. I, I you know when I go out, I go into a place, and it requires me to wear a mask. I'll wear a mask. I'm not one of those, you know. Fuck that. I'm you know I'm free. I don't have to wear a mask and stuff like that. I just I just hate when they mandate that you should do something because it basically means that you're willing to pull out a gun to make sure or arrest me or give me a ticket that I can wear a mask. And I just I, I kind of lean on the fact that I think most of us are, are smart. Mm -hmm. You know, we can make up our own minds, and if we feel unsafe, we're either not going to go out or we're going to take precautions when we go out. Right. Make sure that we get good information, and I, I think we'll all do what we need to do. Right. So I don't like mandates either, but I, I, I actually think it's necessary just because people are being headed and not wanting to comply. Um, so, um, and so my whole thing is, everybody's just, like, we've been going through this since, what, March, right? Yeah. It took one month, did a, everybody did the right thing. We probably wouldn't be in a lot of the situation right now. It's, it's, bad. it's hard to say, though. I mean, because the places, the places that have the biggest mask mandates also have the highest rate of of uh infection and hospitalization so it's it's like okay i, I understand and i agree but at the same time it, there isn't we, we still there's a lot of shit we just don't know yeah, yeah there's a lot we don't know like there's a lot of stuff coming out about these vaccines that these vaccines you know are they as helpful as they say that they are right. you know they make these vaccines very new i'm 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 personally, I'm scared of uh, of uh, nanotechnology. That's I'm. I'll raise my hand. I'd say, okay, I'm I'm a little bit scared of it. You know, because they didn't make this vaccine the way they've made other vaccines. Yeah, with like the of others, they used actually nanotechnology to do it. And I'm kind of 
I don't know. I'm kind of worried about it. I, I don't. I don't think. I think I'm going to be in that boat of people who's just. I'm not going to take it. Right. You know. The other thing is that oh, usually it takes three to five, about five, three to five years for for those FDA to approve it. They they what just went so fast, you know. It's necessary. I understand it's necessary, but you know, you just don't know what just don't know what you're gonna get out of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's weird. We're changed. We're gonna be changing a lot of shit, and I think we're gonna look back at this time and say, "Hey, remember when this COVID thing happened?" I'm still waiting. Uh, we got a few days left. I'm still waiting for Godzilla to pop out of the ocean. <laughs> it's gotta happen. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Um... I did a meme one time where giant turkey was for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just hoping 2021 is going to be different. 2021 is going to be different. And I can't hate on, on 2020 totally. I mean, I know that, you know, it changed a lot. And I know a lot of people, you know, got sick and lost loved ones. But, I, you know, for, for me, I had a lot of good things happened in 2020. So I can't I can't hate 2020 uh, right. uh, totally, you know. Right. And I don't hate it either. I just know it was special. Yeah. It was a special year. We'll remember it. Yeah. We'll definitely remember it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, Gary, I really appreciate you doing this, man. I'm going to let you get some sleep so that you can get up and catch your flights. I appreciate it. Thank you for asking me. I really appreciate it. You know, I think oh, cool. yeah, we'll do this again. Maybe we'll do this again when you're sitting, uh, chilling at your crib in uh, in, uh, yeah. in Germany. That's for you. Making some food. <laughs> Sounds good. You take care, man. You have a good night. All right. God bless. Thank you, Gary. Have a safe trip back to Germany. I didn't even ask you about your frequent uh, flyer setup. I'm sure it's uh, kind of extensive. And also, thank you uh, for the 20 plus years of service you gave. Uh, the armed services and i guess that you still do now as a civilian all the best to you brother thank you so much anchor.fm slash john's lonely slash support for as little as 99 cents a month you can help me keep bringing some john's lonely podcast looks like this is going to be a wrap for 2020 i want to thank you guys so much for coming along this ride with me it has been a tremendous amount of fun have a safe blessed new year Catch you later with some John's Lonely Podcast. And as this year and next year, we'll do peace.